are white men going to keep paying black women to make movies about how white men are evil? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Ukraine has taken back some land from Russia in the, in the war. Like for the last month, maybe, they've been talking about how they're going to take back the South. And Russia's been moving their troops into the South to stop them. And then, boom, they did a move on the North part that Russia controls. And they took back 2,000 square miles. I did the square root of that. It's 44. So that's the equivalent to a square that's 44 miles on a side. So I guess I'm from Oregon. That's about the size of the Portland metropolitan area, maybe. Well, probably smaller, but... Anyways, just think of driving 44 miles. And then imagine that being one side of a square. And so, I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens next. But I would say at least right now, it looks like Ukraine is winning. And the reason, you know, I, I don't say that because of this land that they've taken over recently. But the reason why I say that is because Russia has stopped taking over land. They probably haven't made any big... Um, Russia has not had any big wins for probably maybe six weeks. I don't know, a month or two. So Russia stopped doing whatever whatever stuff that was going good for Russia. That stopped almost two months ago. And um, and then Ukraine did something that was good for them. So I think you can definitely say stuff's not going, going good for Russia. And I think compared to all the land that Russia is in control of, it's not that big a percentage. Um, so it's it's mostly about the direction the war is going. Like who, who, who seems to be heading in the right direction with their, you know... Um, prosecution of the war as opposed to like oh this is it it's done and kim iverson on youtube she had you know she's anti-narrative super anti-narrative and she had some military expert on there and what he said happened i don't know if this is true like no one knows what's true the only information is like that comes out is like the ukrainian military is like we killed a thousand russians and zero of us died you know which is not true anyway they they spread lies just like russia well actually russia is like no they we had to leave. We had to leave. So Russia told the truth on this one. That's how everyone knows that this really happened. Because Ukraine always lies. And I don't know if Russia always lies, or maybe they never lie. But in any case, it, sounds like they, it almost sounds like Russia never lies. Because they're like, yeah, no, we had to get the hell out of there. Ukraine won. I guess when Russia is winning, Ukraine says that Ukraine is winning, and Russia says that Russia is winning. And then when Russia is losing... Ukraine says that Ukraine is winning, and Russia says that Russia is losing. So the only one who seems to be telling the truth here is Russia. And that's why you can take this one to the bank, that something really happened. But so this expert on Kim Iverson, he was saying that Russia diverted its forces to the south. I mean, you know, Ukraine's like, we're going to attack the south. Russia's like, okay, we're going to meet you there. And they were attacked. Yeah, they, they were and are, and sure tomorrow we'll be attacking the south. But this expert said that what they left behind was like military police or... Basically, like SWAT team. He said he said basically people who were like SWAT team level military guys is what was left in the north. So basically, you know, you had guys they were trained, probably had bulletproof vests and machine guns, but that's all they had. And then Ukraine came in with like you know heavy weaponry, and that was how they just kind of well, whatever. the 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 Russians retreated, so there's a little bit of a debate. Did they withdraw? Did they retreat? You know. Did they, did they run away? I mean, you know, the mainstream media is like, they ran away because they're all afraid. We don't know. Did they run away because they're all afraid? Or they're like, oh, they got bigger guns than us right now. Let's just get out of here. I mean, it's going to be 10 years before we know the truth on any of this stuff. But that's Ukraine. I mean, now we're looking to see how much more 
territory Ukraine can take back in the north. I think, I think that's what's happening now. And then Russia cut off the natural gas to Europe and prices for like electricity and natural gas and stuff have shot through the roof in Europe. And it's kind of interesting because I think America has set aside like $50 billion to help Ukraine. And almost all that money we just pay ourselves. Like America's like, we're going to pay American defense contractors $20 billion to help Ukraine. We're going to pay, you know, the American army $10 billion to help Ukraine. So like when we spend our money, we give it to ourselves. I mean, to rich people in America mostly. But over in Europe, it's going a little different. Like the price of electricity, you know, if you're a poor person in an apartment, you may be paying, well, you know, if the government doesn't step in, you'll be paying, you know, five times as much for electricity or something. Like, like you know, not just 50% more, but like crazy amounts. More money than you make at your job, for instance. So that's not exactly what's happening because the, you know, like Germany, the, gov the governments of the European countries are stepping in to kind of cover the difference i think uh like britain said you're not going to have to pay a normal house doesn't have to pay more than 2500 pounds however much that is per year something like that I don't know. well that stuff has not been figured out but here's the point it looks like germany is setting aside maybe 100 billion france is setting aside 50 billion and the United Kingdom is setting aside, 100, setting aside 150 billion to pay for these higher energy costs. And so, like the 50 billion that America is doing, it's less. It's less than all those countries. Like it was like, oh, America will just pay for this war and give them all the weapons and the, and, you know, uh, intelligence and satellite help and whatnot. But now these countries are all, you know, Spain. I forget how much. A lot, but. These countries are going to have to pay, like, real money. It's going to make, like, the amount of money that America pays look like nothing. And I guess Italy has some elections coming up, so they may get divided on who wants to help, you know, who wants to keep punishing Russia. I guess Italy is normally is friends with Russia compared to other uh, European countries. And so, anyway, so we'll just see what happens there. But they are paying so much money for energy, it's pretty crazy. And then the response from the government is pretty crazy. There's a couple things going on in the movie industry that uh, maybe are woke. So they just came out with the preview trailer for The Little Mermaid, I think coming out in 2023. And you probably remember, late 80s cartoon Little Mermaid anyways. They're doing a live action one, The Little Mermaid is now black. And it's kind of funny, you can do a Google search for like, Redhead's Race Swapped. And for whatever reason, I think white people don't like redheads, so they're like, "fuck redheads." And so there's just there's there's lo there's internet pages, just long lists of like people from comics and movies and sequels and whatever, where the redhead, the you know the white woman with red hair, gets replaced by a black person. And it's just you know like you might think they'd replace the brunettes, but anyways they don't. The blondes they don't. The redheads hell yeah they replace them. I got a buddy. He thinks redheads are ugly. Like, I don't get it, but that's a, it's a thing. They're called gingers. Like, I think if you know, that's the, that's the N word for redheads is gingers. It's also an anagram for the N word. Anyways, I love those late '80s Disney cartoons. Like, that was just, that was just the sweet spot for me. You know, I was a, whatever. I was a man, but 
a young man. I was a young man, but I still love those things. I don't know why. The Little Mermaid has the best music of all of them. Aladdin's the best movie, but Little Mermaid has the best music, and they're all great. I actually didn't like Lion King that much. I think I got too old or whatever. I love The Little Mermaid, I love Beauty and the Beast, and I loved Aladdin. And then Lion King, I was like, eh. And then I think after that was The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and it's like, thumbs down. But you can't take away the fact that the old one is great, and if you want to make a new one, I mean, I probably wasn't going to get get excited. The only new Disney remake I've seen is The Jungle Book. I was like, well, that would be cool to have all these animals and live action and uh it wasn't it wasn't that good it was all right they totally messed up the monkey i that was disappointing but so anyway so they came out with this preview trailer for the little mermaid and so it just it makes me think of um you know the what the lord of the rings and house of the dragon where they're like we're gonna make a strong powerful woman who don't need no man the star of a show and then they just make the woman just completely have the worst personality ever where no one is going to like her, make her completely unlikable. They're not doing, well, who knows, they may do the exact same thing in The Little Mermaid here. But instead, in this preview, it's just dark. It's like, you know, she's swimming around under the ocean. She's got, she doesn't have legs. She has a fish body with like, you know, kind of beautiful, what would be beautiful, frilly um, fins and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's supposed to be all really beautiful, <laughs> like the cartoon. Anyways, it's like, who turned off the lights? The thing is so freaking dark, you can barely see anything. And so, either this preview is not representative of the rest of the movie, which is going to be lit up and fun, or maybe they'll take a hint that everyone hates this preview because it looks like crap, or they're about to do a Black Little Mermaid that's going to fall flat on its face and everyone's going to hate it because it just looks terrible. Oh yeah, let's go into the YouTube upvote, downvote. So YouTube does not allow you to see downvotes anymore. They'll tell you the number of upvotes, but not down. But there's a Chrome extension. I'm sure they're going to get rid of this soon. But anyways, there's a Chrome extension where you can find out the downvotes. And so there's all these YouTube, anti-woke YouTube channels or complaining, complainers. There are a bunch of complainers. Channels who will basically just make videos on what the downvotes are. You can't see it anymore? Well, here, I'll make a video and tell you what the downvotes are. And so, like, Lord of the Rings, where they did a bunch of race swapping, that got downvoted enormously. Maybe, like, 300,000 to 1.2 million, something like that. And then The Little Mermaid is getting downvoted, I think, more than virtually anything has ever gotten downvoted. They're, I don't know, she's at 300,000 to 1.5 million, something like that. And that all happened, like, in a few days. So that was, whatever. You think people downvoted Lord of the Rings, nothing compared to Little Mermaid. And then, you know, it's like, okay, America's racist, we proved it. But, uh, like, there's a new Black Panther movie called Wakanda Forever. You know, it's like, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, all-black cast. And that one got, like, 1.4 million up to 140,000 down. So, like, way more up. That's, you know, that, that one is just enormously up, so... It's not clear. Maybe people don't like race swapping, or at least people who vote don't like people who vote on YouTube don't like race swapping. They love black people movies, but they don't like race swapping. I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. I mean, you know, it's only going to matter when you get to the box office and whatnot. Money, money talks, bullshit walks. 
And so the other thing I've been noticing is there's a new movie that's coming out this fr uh, Friday or Thursday night, midnight or something, um, called The Woman King. And it's a movie, I think they're trying to make a movie kind of like Gladiator or Braveheart, if you remember those. But it's like a black female version. It's like a black female version of Braveheart, I guess. And it's about, what are their names? It's the Aboji and the Dahomey. So Dahomey was a kingdom, basically like a country. And it's funny, why has it got to be called Dahomey? Like, is it your homie? My homie? No, it's Dahomey. But anyways, Dahomey, the kingdom of Dahomey, I think is now called Benin. And then they had a bunch of women warriors, which is, that was interesting, I think that's interesting, called the Aboji. And they really existed. And I did a podcast where I talked about Benin, you know, probably a year ago or more. Um, anyways, Benin was just like right in the middle of black people going to war, conquering, and then selling all the losers into slavery to white people. Like they were the, you know, they're the biggest slavers ever, basically. Benin and Dahomey are the biggest slavers ever. Like in America, it was the rare individual who owned a slave. But I think in Dahomey, it was like everyone was involved in the slave business. That's just what they did. It's like, you know, back in the day, it's like Idaho potatoes. You had Dahomey slaves. But anyways, the woke thing about this is that they've changed the story. So now the, the you know, basically the, the, the women warriors are like, I guess the Europeans called them Amazons. Like, oh, we've met... Real Amazons. Um, anyways, what they really did in real life was they would go around and kill people and take them as slaves. But the movie is all about how, whatever, these women warriors opposed slavery and they were going to, you know, I think the, I'm pretty sure the, the third act is them kicking the butt of white European slavers because they hate slavery and white people love slavery. And it's the same thing as Roots, right? Roots starts out with white people going into the jungle to grab... Oh, man, I see that squirrel. Anyways, that's a gray squirrel. Anyways, <laughs> Roots, right? The, the classic miniseries Roots from the 70s or 80s. Uh, it starts off with white people going into the jungle to grab black people to make them slaves. But in reality, white people just pulled up to the shore and black people brought out all the slaves and sold them. I don't know, I guess basically, I think the director is a black woman. There's been a few black women movies that have been, they've been flopping. So I guess here's the question. Is this movie going to flop? I don't know. You know, are black women, are, you know, are, you know, are white men going to keep paying for black women to make movies saying that white men are evil? Uh, I think the answer is yes for a while, but they're going to get tired of it after a while. But I guess here's the thing that I wanted to say was that, so Roots is based on a true story it turns out that it's all false you know anyway look into it if you give a shit anyways this one is like this is based on a true story and then it's kind of like the opposite of what really happened um so now with the internet to double check your facts i'd be curious to see if that anything like that happens i mean this movie it comes out right now i didn't even know it was coming out it's like they're not doing a lot of good marketing or at least I mean, I don't watch things that have commercials. I don't know. Have you seen a commercial for this movie? I don't know. And the other thing is, it got a $50 million budget, which... It's a blockbuster, you know, or supposedly. It's a supposedly a blockbuster, so that's a small budget for a blockbuster. Like I think I mentioned before, the only movies that make money currently are horror movies 
and giant action blockbusters. And in the horror movies, they keep the prices down to like five to fifteen million, and that's how they make their money because they spent, you know, because they make much more than five million or something. And then there's the big blockbusters that cost one hundred and fifty to two hundred fifty million. So this one's kind of a kind of in a weird spot, but I think it's going to be hard for them to make back their fifty million. I don't know, or else people will love it. Like I went and watched a review of it. Uh, a guy that. I don't know, just some YouTube guy. He's not one of my favorite, but I occasionally watch his reviews, and I find them reasonable. And he gave it five stars. Like, he never gives anything five stars. Actually, couches. He gave it five couches. He never does that. So, you know, basically, I did... Whatever. I skipped to the end. I'm like, how many couches does he give it? He's like, I give this five couches. And he's like, because this is good for diversity and equity and showing that women are amazing and black people blah 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 and so i don't know it's kind of disappointed in the guy he gave it five couches because of what it talks about not how good of a movie it is so i don't know it may or may not be a great movie still don't know that i'm watching the quartering on youtube and he's talking about this new little mermaid thing so someone on twitter did a deep fake you know you replace one person's face with another person's face so they redid the uh Little Mermaid teaser trailer with a white redhead and then Twitter banned anyone who, <laughs> who put that up or talked about it. Kind of funny. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast and thanks for listening.